you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! Hey, welcome inside Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live in New York City. It's Tuesday, October 11th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, that's Kyle Brandt, that's Peter Schrager, and that is Jason McCourty, week five, come and gone. How are you guys feeling about it? This is an awesome show. I'm having a blast on this show, and we are in officially Bill's Chiefs week, Ooh. is what we yep. circled back in March. It starts now, right off of the win last night um, for Kansas City. I, I, I don't hate Eagles Cowboys. Yeah. I don't yeah. hate Jets Packers. Like, this yeah. is this is a great week we're about mm-hmm. to start. It's be a fun one. Mm-hmm. We have one more thing that we want to talk about. Look back week five on your Fab Five. Yeah. But then we are going to spin the dial forward this hour. So, But let's before go. we do that, let's go lead block. Let's go lead block. Uh, Ravens, Giants, anybody this week? Like, sneaky good. Come on now. I know. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, it's not sneaky anything. It's just good. It's exciting. So when it rains and pours for the Raiders, let's listen, though. Derek Carr usually has a way of trying to spin things positive and saying optimistic. That's one of the things to like about him. Let's hear what he had to say about a very, very frustrating loss at Kansas City. I've been around a lot of new regimes and all that kind of stuff, right? And uh, I think the frustrating part is it takes time to get everyone on the same page. And once you get on the same page, you get the thing rolling and it's churning and it looks great and it's awesome. Um, and we're just we're right there, uh, but close doesn't count in this game. And so, um, frustrating, it is frustrating. I'm human, you know, but I believe in it, you know. I believe in Josh. I believe in our staff. Uh, believe in our players. We got some good football players. We got good. We do some good things. We just didn't do enough good things today. Yeah, uh, the Raiders now fall to one and four, and clearly Derek Carr is frustrated, but he did his best in that postgame press conference. We're five games in. Uh, we had a lot of thoughts about this Raiders team coming in, yeah. but what do we make of them now, Peter? You know, we spent the first two hours of the morning kind of breaking down the rough in the passer play that was mm-hmm. called on Chris Jones, and we've heard from a lot of Raiders fans, and I do think it's worth mentioning. 
the, the Chiefs missed a field goal with Matthew Wright that would have you know, been a, a, a missed field goal and it would have been Raiders ball. And a defensive holding was called on a field goal attempt. And this is late in the game and 51 is called for a defensive holding on this. That was a miss. They ended up getting five yards, an automatic first down and scoring a touchdown on this drive instead. And Raiders fans are out, again, this is what happens on seasons like this. And I, I gotta say, there has not been a defensive holding call on a field goal attempt since 2015. Mm. And this comes after the crowd is booing. The Raiders, the officials in the second half of this game, after that defensive hold, eight to three penalties, Chiefs to Raiders. Like, that's when you start grasping for when you're in yeah. a season that's one and four and you're losing games like you did against the Cardinals when they come all the way back yeah. and Kyler finds a way to run 83 yards on a two-point conversion. When at the end of the day, this team was up 17 nothing. There were questionable decisions. There was a two-point conversion attempt that maybe uh, you look back in hindsight and say, well, what was the win there when we didn't get it? And lost in it is Josh Jacobs was awesome last night. I know we had you know, a lot of Devontae Adams. I look at the Raiders now at this point in the season, they're like, wait a second. This guy was rumored to be on the trading block in the fifth year of his contract. Contract wasn't picked up. Maybe this is the offense. Maybe this is the guy. And maybe he is what we should be funneling our efforts through in this Josh McDaniels new look offensive scheme with Waller going down, with Moreau going down, with all of these. Whoa, look at that. I know. That was an angry run, Kyle. It was. He rushed for 144 last week against the Broncos. He runs for 154 last night against the Chiefs. Maybe at this point in the season, one and four, we take a second. We say, okay, well, what do we got? What's working for us? Gosh, maybe we should be going the offense through Josh Jacobs and being a ball control team instead of this high-flying air raid offense that we thought the Raiders were going to be heading into this season. There is a lot to like about this Raiders team. They're one and four. Obviously, the record doesn't signify how well they've played the last two weeks. But things start going weird. You get defensive holding calls against you. And you're like, it must be the gods. No, that's what happens when you have a bad season. they got to find a way to shake it. And maybe Josh Jacobs is the way to go. Josh Jacobs was awesome last night. I tweeted out that run where you said it could have been an angry run. I mean, shout out to Justin Reed. He He took it. And he gets him down. And I said, hey, when I saw that run, I was like, that's why I'm sitting on television because my last year I played free safety. I I don't want guys that big, that fast, that strong running at me full speed. But as I looked at that game last night, the two-point conversion, the decision to go for two, and yes, it did not decide the game. There was four and a half minutes left. But I feel like the flow of the game, we scored a touchdown right here. If I'm a guy on the defensive side of the ball, I'm like, hey, tie the game up. Like, we scored a touchdown. You guys did your job. Tie the game up. Now we're going back on the field. And to me, like, that's been a little bit of the Raiders season. And I, I'm not going to say, oh, Josh McDaniels blew it. He shouldn't have went for two. I mean, there was a fourth and one earlier in the game. He decides to go for it. They chuck up a bomb. Devontae Adams scores a touchdown. So I don't want to be that guy saying, all right, when he's successful, oh, great call by Josh McDaniels, scores a touchdown. And then when he goes for it on two, but it just seems to be the way their season is going. They play the first week. They're going against the Chargers. They have a chance to go on and win the game late. Sack fumble by Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Chargers recover it. Mm-hmm. Game over. Mm-hmm. Playing the Cardinals. They get the ball. Mm. Hit it to Renfro. Gets in field goal range. They're going to win the ball. Win the game. Strip. Pick it up. Return it for a touchdown. Game over. Mm-hmm. Playing against the Titans. Come down. Close game in the NFL. Score a touchdown. Down by two. Fail on the two-point conversion. For whatever reason, you can dissect these plays and come up with all types of things. But for the Raiders right now, they're so close, so close. It's not horseshoes, it's not grenades, though. <laughs> you got to find a way to win the game. 
Whatever the case may be, whatever they have to tweak or do, they've been in every single game, and they're finding a way to give it away at the yeah. end. They just need to finish. Tough sport, man. It what, is. What tough do you sport. Tell, what do I want to tell you? Tough sport. There's two ways you can handle this. You can say, well, hold on now. You know, they've lost by, by five in overtime. Yep. They lost by two. They lost by one. Now they're in a bye week, and the schedule afterwards is soft. Maybe. My problem is I have seen this Raiders team so many times. This is not the 2022 Raiders. This is the Derek Carr Raiders. And I thought this was gone. I thought under the Rispasaccia thing last year, they had all this mojo and they had things working against them that they overcame and they weren't making the bad play and they were catching the winning pass and they get to the playoffs and this is brand new era and then we get new players and a new coach and everything. It's just like... Not good enough. And, and now here we are. We're losing at Arrowhead. And the next morning, we're complaining about some special teams penalty. But you got a lot of audacity as a Raiders fan to say you got screwed by the officials last night. Are you, t- are you kidding me? Did you see the other call? Um, you play against Mahomes. You're in the Mahomes era. And this will look back on as, man, that Mahomes era was tough. Derek Carr and the Raiders, not good enough. Not good enough. And that has been the hallmark of this era. Lots to like. Good people. Good players. Sorry. It's, it's a meritocracy. You have to win the games. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. Sorry. I feel for Josh McDaniels in this situation, Uh, not for how he's handled game calling, not how the players are running into each other on the field. I feel for him in the expectation that this man has as a coach and in his tenure as a coordinator, which defined him then as the next great guy to be a head coach. Goes to Denver, doesn't pan out. Goes back to being coordinator. Fantastic coordinator. Comes to Las Vegas. Not really panning out, and I hate this for him because you just you don't want to see it for a guy that you can tell so badly wants to be a head coach. And it's like if you can't in a bye week go back into that locker room and get these guys in a place where they are playing for you, they don't look frustrated at you, they don't look frustrated at each other, they don't look down and out after two weeks away from each other. You come back, let's say they're down in the first half and they're all looking at each other sideways. Like I put that on Josh McDaniels. Like there's a lot on his shoulders right now that's beyond the game of football. Mm-hmm. That is could have a lot to say about his legacy as a head coach. Right. You, know, you know what I will say? In 2009, my rookie year, we go 0-6 in Tennessee. We lose to New England 59-zip. to zip. In the snow. Go, in the snow. Red jerseys. Going into our <laughs> bye week. I remember Jeff Fisher brings us in, and we're expecting it's going to be a hell of a bye. We're going to practice so hard. Yeah. He was like, guys, take the week. It was Monday. Take the week. The ball's just not bouncing our way. Mm. We'll figure ah. it out. We came back after the bye week, won eight out of our last ten games, oh, and yeah. just missed the playoffs. Josh McDaniels, you're going to be okay. Oh, I like, no, look, I like that. The schedule is soft. It is soft. And I'm not, look, it's Houston, it's the Saints, it's the Jaguars. Like, I'd love to see that. It takes a lot. That's a special season, it sounds like. It is now time to check out the Power Rankings by Dan Hanses. Out of week four, we always do this with a theme, and we were talking earlier in the show that Commander's rookie running back Brian Robinson came out to 50 cents after being the victim of a violent incident, and it was a really uplifting story. So we will do this with the theme of 50 cent songs, guys. Nice. I love it. The Candy Shop Division. Candy Stop, not subtle lyrical content whatsoever, but that's all right. The Carolina Panthers at 32 with an interim head coach in the bottom right corner. Texans coming off a win. 31. Uh, then Commanders and Bears and Colts and no kind of fun here. Let's go to the Many Men division, though. Jason, I think, did all the lyrics during the commercial break. You like that one, Jay? I love it. Uh, upper left corner. Jets at 17. 17. Let's go. Dolphins, the division rival who just lost to them, albeit with quarterback issues. Cardinals, Browns. Pats 21 getting a win. The Falcons, frustrating loss. 
But moving on to the PIMP division featuring Snoop Dogg and G-Unit. Upper left corner, Cincinnati Bengals and Dallas Cowboys round out your top 10. The Bengals ahead of the Cowboys. It's power rankings, not power standings. Titans, Chargers, the Giants down at 13 at 4 and 1. Interesting. Nonetheless, though, we move on. You know it, you love it. Boom, 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 boom. In the club division, he did it at Super Bowl halftime. That track still goes to this day. Buffalo Bills, not the best record in football, but the best team, according to Dan Hansis. Rounding out the top five. Peter, what do you see? Quickly. San Francisco, number four, despite all those injuries, still ah. in the top four. Jamie picked them to win the NFC. We all rolled our eyes. She might be right. Okay, Buccaneers coming off a two-game losing streak, but did get the win this weekend. But now, the man behind the power, the man who wears the Kevlar vest and has got the chains and all that. Dan Hansis, there he is. How you doing, Dan? I'm great. This is kind of cheating, but... Uh... Hate it or love it, uh, the game featuring 50 Cent, all-time Hoboken banger. Game. I like that. Street. I like that, Dan. That was poor. It's great. No one has Thank ever you, said all-time Hoboken banger with a 1984 Van Halen album behind them. But, Dan, that makes you you. <laughs> and it also makes you you that you do the power ratings. Undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. 5-0, and oh, my friend. And yet they are number two in your world behind the 4-1 and one Buffalo Bills. Explain. Yeah, it's it's early over here, Kyle, so I haven't checked in on the mentions, but Eagles fans will not be happy about this. But you said it. It is the power rankings. It's not the power standings. And I have much respect for the Eagles. How could you not for what they have done so far this season? And yet I, I'm sitting, I'm watching Sunday Night Football. I'm putting together the power rankings. and I couldn't shake the feeling that the Bills are the best team in football. So even though they have the loss and, and the humid conditions down there in Miami, and then what they did to Pittsburgh was almost cruel. I just think they're the most balanced, most dangerous uh, team in the league, and that's why they're number one. Well, the Eagles are going to have some time on Sunday night to, to uh, defend themselves as they have an NFC East showdown, Dan, against the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys, though, coming off an impressive win against the Rams. Tell us why you agree with head coach Mike McCarthy, who said we are nobody's underdog ahead of this matchup. Yeah, I like that, Jamie. We talk about it around the NFL. I like the zaddy energy that Mike McCarthy possesses. And they shouldn't be they shouldn't be seen as an underdog uh, to anyone with that defense. One of my favorite, most simplistic, but cool stats of the 2022 season, the Cowboys have given up one touchdown in every game. That's it. No more, no less, one and done. And when you can do that, you dictate the flow of the game. So people are getting all hot about Cooper Rush who threw for like 100 yards, by the way, on Sunday. But the reason why this is working out is because the defense puts the offense in a great game script and they can ju do just enough without killing themselves with turnovers to win these games. And then you think about Dak. Now, with the power rankings, I have to wait for Dak to come back before I send him marching higher up and I need him to see, play, see him play well. But it's the defense that has them all the way up here. I left them for dead on this show a few weeks back. So I'm, I'm, I'm eating the humble pie. Good for Dallas. Nobody's underdog. You weren't alone. You weren't alone. And I think uh, you go back to before the season, I don't think any of us even gave a shot to the New York Giants. And yet here they are, 4-1, and one, pulled off a masterful comeback and upset of the Green Bay Packers. You've got them up at 17 right now, but I think you and I are, are very like-minded on this. It's maybe a defensive coordinator named Wink who deserves a little more credit for this 4-1 for this start. Yeah, I, I have them at 13, Peter, So, but I can understand why Giants fans are going to be a little annoyed. How are we not there? Again, power rankings, not power standings. And yet, I don't think it feels totally fluky. I, I've been doing this long enough where I remember when everyone was saying Joe Judge was a breath of fresh air and the Giants were in great hands, and that turned out not to be true. But with Dayball, it does feel different. It doesn't feel like a media narrative. It feels like this team is maxing out 
uh, their abilities. And by the way, is anyone pounding the table yet for Saquon for MVP? I know running backs are only allowed to win it once every 25 years. Uh, but who has been more important to their team this year? He's been godlike, and that's been as important as the defense. Wink deserves credit. His aggressive scheme is working right now. But Saquon saves their butt every week. Yes, New York is buzzing right now. The Giants getting it done, but so are the Jets. And, Dan, you're a Pearl River guy, and much like the Jets have been down in a dump, similar to kind of Pearl River football, if anybody (laughs) in that Rockland County area knows they've been. And they go up against the Packers this week. And what do you think the Packers need to do to fix their issues to avoid another New York upset? Man, 845 on 845 crime there. What's up, Devin? Uh, Yeah, the Packers need to get some stops, man. Get some stops on defense. We, the talent, you look at the roster, and the roster is stacked on defense, and yet every time they need to stop against uh, Bailey Zappi, couldn't get it. Zappi Bailey, I always get it mixed up. And then you can't do it against the Giants when they're missing half their offense. So get some stops because guess what? And I'm not, I'm not going to come here and filibuster about the Jets because you know I want to, but they have guys that can make plays. And if you don't figure out yourself on defense, the Jets are going to put up 30 in your building and be shooting to the moon in a big spot. And Keith Hansis and everybody back in New York in Rockland will be excited. Packers better figure some things out because Jets are not pushovers anymore. I'm pumped, baby. Love you, Rockland. Uh, Dan's got drop dead legs. That's why we like him. Don't forget to check out the NFL Power Rankings podcast with Dan Hezis and Colleen Wolf. New episodes every Tuesday, all season long. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, top Danny Cooks, Top Danny Swings. He's got the looks. Top Danny, he's the king. Mm. Love you. Ooh, banger. Thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, I'm Will Sullivan. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. And unfortunately, we have our first head coaching casualty of the season. The Panthers deciding to fire Matt Rule after a one and two start. Excuse me, one and four start. Team owner David Tepper says he understands the fans' frustrations, but says there are positives to build on. You know, football is a, is, is a funny you know, funny business. Things take time. And, uh, 
Um, you know, as as a as a former fan, I don't want to hear that. I want to answer. I want to win today, and I don't care about anything else. And I understand that, and I want to win too. But I do think we have made some progress, and we will have we will make future progress. I think uh, it's pretty reported out there that defense is you know has some respect for the defense. It's probably a top half of the league defense or better. I think the offensive line is probably the best offensive line we've had since I've been here. Um, can't get better, but I think that's probably fair to say. So I do think those are kind of foundation pieces. I think we have a lot further to go, and I think eventually we'll get over the hump. Well, Ravens fan challenging Ravens linebacker, friend of the show, Brandon Copeland, that he'd shave his head if Copeland got a sack against Mac Jones. Well, Copeland got the sack and cashed in on this promise, but it was all for a good cause as Copeland donated $10,000 to help raise awareness for Baltimore's food insecure. Now, teammate Calais Campbell matching Copeland's $10,000 donation. So here's a toast to the both of them, to Campbell and to Copeland for their donations. And also, while I'm at it, here's a toast to the great Jamie Erdahl. Here, here. Well, Selva, thank you so much. That was an incredible lead and very deservedly so. Welcome inside this week's Good Morning Football Banquet and the portion of the program affectionately referred to as our own Toast of the Town. Each week of the season, it passes. The playoff picture becomes clearer. The definition of the roughing the passer becomes murkier. Yet what remains steadfast are the few deserving of a little more praise. Week five, you are a beauty from head to toe. You tell. My first toast goes out to the man, the foot, the legend, Ravens kicker Justin Tucker. Okay. Tucker's excellence is nothing new, but it was in his post-game press conference that made me take a little look at just how impressive his career has been. I'd be lying to you if I said every time I go out there, I'm not just a little bit nervous. You know, I'm not thinking about, you know, worst case scenario, but it's really important to me and to us to take, you know, those 1.3 seconds between the snap, the hold, and the kick and just focus on the nuts and bolts of what's going to make the kick. And my feelings don't matter. What matters is seeing the ball snapped with 12 o'clock laces from Nick Moore, seeing the ball spotted cleanly from Jordan Stout, his first career game-winning hold. And then uh, from there, I'm just a system kicker. The ball kicks itself at that point. Uh, and all, all we're really thinking about is those things that are going to make the kick. All the feelings and stuff, we can enjoy them after the fact. Awesome. That's good. <laughs> a system kicker. This is the level of confidence that we can only see elsewhere, like in Jordan Peele movie trailers. Mm. Um, let's take a look at what Tucker has accomplished in his 11-year career so let's far. He has made 91% of his career kicks. <laughs> 91%, 75 straight field goals made in the second half or overtime, 61 of those in the fourth quarter in OT. He's 23 for 23 on field goals in the final minute of the fourth quarter and overtime, including the playoffs. He's made 85% of his kicks from 50-plus, and while the rest of the NFL is 63% over that span, wow. that is why he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And then according to Next Gen Stats, this is what I find truly incredible. Tracking the ball and that data that they give, this game-winning field goal on Sunday was 
5.4 inches off the exact center of the upright, which <laughs> means, which yeah, yeah, means, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it was the uprights were a half a yard wide, the stick still would have been good. So funny. Are you kidding me? It's so funny. Tucker is the definition of dependability. He's the chicken finger of the NFL kickers. Yeah. It might not be exciting, but you know damn well it's going to get the job done. So yeah. to you, Justin Tucker, I say cheers. 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 All right, my next toast is uh, to Kyler Murray's stylist, um, who I called in for today's outfit. My official stance, though, is more power to you, friend. I didn't hate it. In fact, I love it. Look, the kids are back in school. Their backpacks are backed up. And I'm guessing that um, this was behind the inspiration. Um, if you're doing your homework and you needed a highlighter, this is what <laughs> you take. We're talking highlight reel. No, this guy is becoming a highlighter reel with yep. this. It screams independent study, um, and, it, and it's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to see. Uh-huh. He said he said to his stylist, I want to dress as the green Power Ranger, but make it more electric. Yeah. And his stylist <laughs> understood the assignment. Jay, it's too bad, though, awesome. that the stylist doesn't double as a side judge. Hey-o. Because if that suit was hanging on the sideline, I know they can't see the down mark, the, the first down line. Oh, but if it go. was standing there, he would have seen it on the sideline. Then point. he would have known when to start yeah, flying. A stick that says three on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, this is my most excited one yet. Okay. My final toast is for a true American artist. My friends, my new friends, Rob Dunphy is a Philly super fan. Okay. He's an all-around great man. Yeah. There's a lot oh. to digest with this image. You, you, so you met sweet. him over the weekend. Um, and even our intrepid staff in New Jersey doesn't like Philadelphia sports as much as this man does. Really? Back in 2017, Rob Dunphy teamed up with Philadelphia tattoo artist Mike Nemo and the Storm the Heavens charity, which raises money for DIPG, which is a fatal form of brain cancer. Mike Nemo, the tattoo artist, offered to fill Dumpy's torso with Philly-based tattoos for free if Rob could raise enough money on his GoFundMe for the charity, and things have blown up ever since. The 26-year-old from Bridesburg hasn't looked back and has become a sensational hometown hero with this torso artwork. Uh We reached out to him, and he gave us a little breakdown to this tattoo. Oh, yes. Take a listen. What's up, Jamie? This is Rob Dunphy, here with my uh, tattoo artist, Mike Nemo. And uh, we're here today to go over my tattoos and help everyone else understand more of what they are. Here, big question, number one, is an Arctic Splash. It's a Philly known iced tea. If you're not from Philly, you ain't gonna really know about it. Everything else is pretty self-explanatory. If you're into sports, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, Got the Liberty Bell, the Skyline, and we got Rocky up here instead of William Penn. You're thinking of the placement? That was all this guy's idea. He just showed up one day, wanted the Philly Sports tattoo. He was into the Fanatic, we put it right on his belly button, and he was sold. Three years ago is when I first went viral out in Green Bay on a Thursday night football game. If he raised enough money for the charity, I would do the tattoos for free. And a week later, it was like 30 grand, I think. So when you see this, I know everyone's probably wondering how long it took. Started back in 2016. Mostly all of this, besides the gritty Sixers, most of it was all one big outline. And then throughout the years, here we are. Then slowly we've been adding on. You know, gritty popped up because he took over the city and stormed. Yeah, he wasn't even around at the time. Yeah, no, he wasn't. When we started. Um, we had to get Rocky in there. We got AI, Arctic Splash, you know, it's an homage to our neighborhood. B-Dog. E-Dog, yeah. Fourth and 26. It's a lot of hours on this. Oh wait, World Series, Super Bowl 52, baby. No one, no one asked for this. This is like a once in a lifetime opportunity to get to put a, put a fanatic on a belly button. Trust me, you don't want him <laughs> He just poured black ink in there and just stayed in there. 
You don't want this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The story of tacos. I'm Jarek. In a segment that we call Taco Bowdy. Wild night together. Long night together? Wild night. Great time. Peter, if you want to tell the story, tell it. If you're not, (laughs) shut up. Jamie. I know you've got a story you'd like to tell you, yeah. something you'd like to talk about. What do you got? I would, and it's not about any Vegas or no, any no like Vegas. long, okay. wild night okay. in Vegas. Okay. Even if I had that, I wouldn't be teasing the crowd with it. You wouldn't want um, to do that. Yeah, exactly. So the Packers, what is going on with the Packers? They right. go to London. Aaron Rodgers is so excited to go over there. Not nearly enough time in the U.K., <laughs> according to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but they've had just kind of a, an odd topsy-turvy season, topsy-turvy season at this point. Um, they lose to the Giants in London. Mm-hmm. Jair Alexander says after the game... And I get what he was trying to say, that uh, he wasn't nervous after losing to the Giants, but he would be nervous if they lost to the Jets in Week 6. I get that he was trying to exude confidence, but it kind of came off odd, and his quarterback uh, didn't like hearing it. Here's his response. Frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation, and we got to check ourselves on that because talking about that is not – that's not winning football. There was conversation about it in the locker room, and I don't like it. And uh, Josh, my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. Mm. The other thing he said was that the Packers haven't been able to put two halves, good halves of football together, to make a complete game. Now, they've won a couple, but some of their losses have been uh, kind of dumbfounding. Uh, the scoring in particular, as we take a look at how the Packers have scored in each half, up until this week. And so the interesting thing here is that the Packers have been un- unable to score more than 10 points in two halves of a game. They start out hot, they fall off against the Bears. They start out hot, they fall off against the Buccaneers. Now, those three games in the middle are they won, mm-hmm. but the point is that Aaron Rodgers can see that they cannot put a full 60 minutes of football together. He himself has thrown two patching t- passing touchdowns in the first half, but none in the second half in a couple of those games. So it's just a weird, um, they can't keep the snowball effect going, if you will, kind of like the Chiefs weren't able to do at the beginning, and then they picked mm-hmm. up steam. Mm-hmm. But I, it kind of goes to your point yesterday that you made, Kyle, about Matt LaFleur, and just like, what's going on? And you want to 
him to see him to start coaching his butt off in the second half of this season. Yeah, look, the storyline of LaFleur is there are people who think that you are just a passenger in the Rogers Express, and maybe people think Mike McCarthy was a passenger in the Rogers Express. I think Peter specifically has said Matt LaFleur is an incredible coach. He can't just roll the ball out. He has an amazing start to his career. All right. So the Rogers Express is not the Rogers Express right now because mm-hmm. it's not equipped to be. So I think it's a very fascinating mm-hmm. season for Matt LaFleur, who's been a little enigmatic in terms of legacy. Let's see him coach now. Don't lose at home to the Jets this week to fall to 500. I want to see Matt LaFleur coach his back. And it's off. fair. While you're giving that, that commentary, give a credit to the Giants defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, for the adjustments that they did make to keep them in the game. True. And then, of course, the offense followed. Um, <clears throat> my talk about it subject is NFL kickers and the players that have their backs. I, I, I watched that Arizona Cardinals game uh, with a close eye, and whether the ball was tipped on the final field goal or whether it was just a straight miss, a lot of rain came coming down on the kicker for the miss, and that wasn't only a, a, a chippy shot. It was one that would have beaten the undefeated mm. Philadelphia Eagles if they had gone to overtime and gotten the ball and had an opportunity to. It would have tied it. Um, I thought this was really interesting, and I want to talk about the aftermath of this, because whereas everyone was picking Amendola apart, his offensive lineman, Justin Pugh, came out yesterday and spoke in the locker room. Let's take a listen. Ball and baby scores. I don't want a guy. Everyone's waiting around for one guy to come back here. It ain't right. It's not right. All right? It's not on one guy. It was amazing. It was, everyone's looking for this one guy. You're all hovering around this guy. Don't worry. This guy's going to have a fine season. It's not on him, and you're going to be just fine. I look to you, Jason. The kicker is always this enigmatic figure. He's often on the sidelines during practice. They're usually great golfers. They're in and out of the lineups. We don't know who the... Amendola just got there. To have Justin Pugh come out, at a, a, a trenched veteran and a beloved guy in the locker room, and have his back... What do you think that could mean for the kid, and what does that mean about what they have going on in Arizona? That's awesome. I mean, and I think that's the belief always in locker rooms. But you have seen where guys have come in. I remember Pac-Man and Cincy came in and straight called the kicker out. There's two sides of it. Like, your job is to kick. You have a makeable kick. Kick the field goal to make it so we can go into overtime and possibly win the game. But I think the bigger story of it is you always have your guys back. We may be in the meeting room, and I may sit there if I'm Justin Pugh and be like, dude, you got to make that damn kick. But in front of the media, we always protect each other. And I, I love to see that, him stepping up, saying, hey, you're going to be all right. Keep your head up. You'll get the next one. That was awesome to see. All the, that's got to be daunting, coming to your locker room mm. and all the cameras just pointing down on your bench. We've all we, gone we through turn it. Around. You play that's long enough. Also, I think the you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.